Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. Got an email here from Caleb. The subject line is advice for a bad undergrad GPA almost 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm curious what your bad GPA is. <laughs> we get a whole range of opinions about what is yeah. bad. But anyways, Caleb says, hi, Ben and Nathan. I recently began looking into the possibility of attending law school and discovered your podcast as I researched the LSAT and resources for studying. I was hoping to get some advice from you on the best way forward to pursue a law degree, especially now having the goal to go to the best possible school for free. Sorry, the best school possible for free. In my undergrad years, I frankly didn't take school or learning seriously and developed bad habits that damaged my GPA. I was a smart kid, but didn't work hard and ended up with a 2.68. Yep, that's bad. I left school early to accept a job fully intending to knock out my last couple classes online that summer. Life happened and I wasn't motivated, so I never did. Fast forward to 2020 and although and through the help of a personal mentor slash tutor, a love for learning was ignited and I finished out my final classes, easily getting A's in all three. Mm. I wish I would have talked to Caleb before Caleb graduated. Yeah. Take more than just three classes. Well, if you didn't file for graduation yet, you might be able to. But if you filed, I mean, you probably did. You just finished it during COVID. Yeah, you, you, Caleb, you potentially could have rehabilitated your 2.68 a little bit. But I don't know. It would take kind of a long time, wouldn't it, Ben? You'd have to do like a year I think it of would straight take, A's. Yeah, it would take some time, but you'd have more A's. <laughs> To show, right? You could say, hey, look, I have a whole semester would, or and two semesters. And it would have rehabilitated the 2.68 somewhat, right? If yeah, you can get yeah. that to a 3.0 somehow. Yeah, get it above three and then show a solid year or whatever of A's. That's better than three A's. Three A's sounds like, hey, I hyper-focused on school. I dipped in, I got my A's and I left. A whole semester, a whole year of A's shows more. <laughs> yeah, I Anyways... I looked into pursuing a graduate degree at the time, but it wasn't right for my family. Then at this point, it looks like it's, it looks like it's time to move on to something new. And my wife and I have been quite drawn to my pursuing law, but we want to do so wisely. I'm now 30 years old and hopefully much wiser, but understand my past poor habits and decisions could make this difficult. I took a blind test on the demon website today and scored a 161. If I had to self-evaluate, I believe that many of the questions I missed were simply a result of running out of time and being unfamiliar with the testing style. Wow, a 161 cold is gold. Yeah, if that's what he meant by blind, which I think he did, uh, yeah, with no prep, that's an excellent starting score. Yeah, Caleb continues, as I reviewed the test, I was able to get most of the questions correct the second time around. Before this test, my only familiarity with the LSAT has come from listening to the Thinking LSAT podcast and one instance of the two of you walking through an LR question. Beyond that, I had no familiarity going into this. You know, that's <laughs> that might not be much, but that is a great start. If you listen to us yeah. walk through one LR question, you learn that it's all about <laughs> yeah. understanding and not about I don't know, diagramming contrapositives or yeah. anything else that could just it's, totally send you down the wrong well, path. It's much better than 
lots of expensive LSAT courses out there. And it's also better than what you or I used to do 10 years ago. Yep. Right. Like first night of class 10 years ago, I would be confusing you with a bunch of bullshit about sufficient and necessary and the contrapositive and if and only if and all these like real technical things. Yeah. And now 10 years later, it's like, hey, one question at a time. These questions are common sense. Let's figure them out. And uh, well, that's why we, you know, get 25 point improvements out of our students these days when we used to be, you know, we used to think 10 was the number (laughs) 15 was the number. How many did we have on that one thinking LSAT episode? Was it three 31s or two 31s? It was oh, something yeah. weird. No, yeah. We, this last this last cycle, we had three. Well, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. It was on one email, three or one, or one, one episode. Podcast. Yeah, we had yeah. At least two 30 point improvements. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's more than that. I mean, yeah. Okay, so... Um, Nice work on your cold diagnostic. With all of this in mind, what is your best advice for me? At this point in my life, I'm ready to develop good habits, work hard, and be patient. My wife and I have agreed that we really believe this is the best path to choose. So I'd appreciate your advice in the best steps to move forward. Oh, and then you provided your your score from the demon. It says you scored a 161 on November 28th. That was yesterday. Nice work. You got five wrong in logical reasoning, eight wrong in games, and seven wrong in reading comp. That's all great news because if you're getting most of your things wrong in games, that's going to be the easiest place for you to improve. So look, you are going to do very well on this test if you work hard, um, which it sounds like you're committed to doing. That's that's your best way out of this. Get the best damn score you can get. What was your GPA, Nathan? 2.54. Okay. So you had a lower GPA than Caleb. You got a 179. In my undergrad years, I frankly didn't take school or learning seriously and developed bad habits that damaged my GPA. (laughs) So you and you and Caleb are brothers in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With that diagnostic, Caleb, I think you should insist on a 175. Um, You know, I, I don't I don't think Anything less than that is going to accurately uh, indicate your aptitude for the test. Um, If you've got the work ethic to do it, Uh, games is your weakest section, which makes you an even better than normal um, candidate for improvement. You left eight points on the table there. Your accuracy across the board, Caleb, is um, not quite as good as what I would be looking for. 80% is okay on logical reasoning, reading comp, not great. 80%, sorry, 79% on the games of the questions you attempted, you got 79% of them right. You missed four questions that you answered. That's bad. That's, uh, you shouldn't be answering questions on the games that you don't get right. And on LR and RC, it looks like you finished the LR but since you missed five of them, I think you would have scored higher if you would have done one or two fewer questions, you know, take more time getting them right. And if you have to guess on a couple at the end, that's totally fine. Reading comp, it looks like you didn't quite finish. So you had a couple points that you that you left on the table because you didn't finish. That's fine. The five, though, that you attempted and missed, those are the ones that you've got to slow down during the actual test and just make sure you get them right. So don't be afraid of a couple guesses at the end. You can score in the 170s with a couple guesses at the end. You can't score in the 170s when you're missing, 
you know, 20% of the questions you attempt. Yeah. You know, Caleb asks here, I'm ready to develop good habits, work hard and be patient. And I think, um, well, he was asking what his best path forward is, but I, I would say that when it comes to developing good habits, that means consistently studying one to two hours a day. And when you're studying, making sure you're doing what really matters, and that is doing an official question and then learning as much as you can about that question to the point where you understand it. Once you understand it, then you can move on to the next question. It's not about, oh, how many questions can I check off here? Oh, I'm a hard worker, so I did this many questions. It's no, it's how many questions can you learn when you sit down to study? Yeah, the good habit would be review thoroughly the questions you've missed, then consider doing new questions. Yep. It's, It's hard work, but bad habit to just sit down and do question after question after question and not actually learn anything from it. Yeah. Caleb did say, as I reviewed the test, I was able to get most of the questions correct the second time around. Does that mean that Caleb has learned the maximum that he can learn from that question? That he's learned the maxim? What? The maximum. Does Uh, that mean that he's learned as much as he can learn? No, absolutely not. Right. Just because you got it right the second time doesn't mean you now understand it. You really have to decide, could you explain this to someone else? And specifically, can you tell them why the right answer is right? And can you tell them why the wrong answer that you chose is wrong? You better damn know why that answer doesn't work. Cool. I think that... uh Well, you're in the right place with your demon. You've got at least a demon free account. I would consider doing one of the paid plans. All of our written explanations, all of our videos, those are helpful and available to all the plans. Uh, The top plan is if you want to get some motivation and live help in our live classes. We have multiple live classes seven days a week. Um, How many classes do we have today, Ben? It's Tuesday, probably like five. We had game of the day this morning with Lily. We had perfect 10 with Beth. That's a logical reasoning class. That was at, oh, sorry. um, I should give the East coast times since more people are East coast. So game of the day with Lily, that was at noon, 2 PM, perfect 10 with Beth, 5 30 PM LSAT cross training with Eric. That one covers multiple sections. 7 PM is world's wizardry. Normally with Matt, I think he's probably back there. And yep, that is Matt. And then at 9.30, late night tonight is guilty or not guilty. That's another logical reasoning question with Kevin. Hmm. So we've got five questions or sorry, five classes today that are um, some of them earlier, some of them later. Lots of different ways to get help if you want to do the live classes. Yeah. For me, that shit is just motivating. Like I, I like being able to sign up for stuff that I can go show up to. It's it makes work less it makes it less shitty yep anything more for caleb no good luck thanks caleb uh email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some lsat or law school admissions news thanks for listening 